The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for making us part of your January or part of your Sunday morning. Uh, it is uh, it is a, a gray sort of day for most of the GTA here. So uh, hoping that uh, everyone is staying uh, as warm as as possible but uh, thank you again for making your life your money part of your year this is uh the first show back for kelvin and i doing your life your money here on global news radio 640 toronto so we're excited to be doing another year of shows here uh joining you uh live every other sunday morning talking to you about your money life and how your money intersects with your life and how to best navigate sort of the the road ahead and the future and you know that's never been more important than it is right now and i know that sounds like a bit of a cliche but a lot has changed but in a lot of ways a lot of things have stayed the same so a lot of people are scratching their heads not quite sure what to do with their finances and as we enter a new year it's always important to look and reassess some of your financial goals your financial situation and find a way to better it and uh, what better way than to talk to Kelvin the money guy he's one of the top financial analysts in the country and uh, we're lucky enough to have him here as a regular part of your life your money today we'll be talking about some goals to get your portfolio back on track for 2021 Kelvin thank you so much for being here and being part of the show and uh, happy new year yeah hey Chris happy new year to you can't believe the year, our first show for the year, eh? I can't believe it. You know, if uh, if you told yourself, you know, this time last year that this is how you'd be doing the show, I think it would be a little strange. You know, I'm still at home. Kelvin, you're still at home. Uh, but, you know, you've had the opportunity to reach out to your clients. And I, I feel like, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, you've developed a, a almost a better relationship with your clients because of it. Actually, you know, you're right. When I think about this pandemic, what it's done for me personally, my business and what I do, it's really changed things for the better um, in the sense that I've spoken to every client four times for the year since April, actually. Um, you know, I'm more contact with them. I find myself doing less paperwork because everything is done on DocuSign or on the computer. So it made our lives a little bit simpler and actually... Um, typically, you know, I'm at people's homes or at my office late at night. Um, but because everyone's working from home, I get we get a lot done during the day. So, yeah, it's changed things um, for the better, anyhow, from my point of view. And, you know, uh, in, in a lot of ways, you know, when we look at sort of what what how people's lives have changed. And in, in, in a lot of ways, things have been worse off for a lot of people who haven't been able to work or have mm. had their ability to work limited. But for a lot of people, they find themselves in a different situation where they're working from home and they've got the same income or relatively close to the same income, but then not having as many places to spend it. We can't all run off to same parts or go on vacation over the holidays. So a lot of people uh, saving their money, not seeing as many relatives over Christmas and not having to you know, buy them a bottle of wine or a gift. Right. Um, and then finding themselves looking at their 
at their bank balance and thinking, well, I've got some extra cash here. Maybe that's a way to sort of reassess things, maybe put yourself back on track, whether it's paying off debt or investing some money to get ahead right. when things do get back to normal. So it's funny you say that, but before the uh, pandemic, uh, Canadians were saving 2 to 3% of their income. Since the pandemic, actually since the last quarter, when they did the survey, they found Canadians saving 28% of their income. So it looks like what it's taught us is to go wow. back to the old days when we can still live our lives good and, and you know have a great time, but at the same time, saving money for whatever you want to do, um, trips in the future or paying down mortgages or investing for our retirement or for our kids or whatever we want to do. So it's gotten back to there. Um, will it continue? Hopefully. So we'll become more savers than anything else, which is a good thing. Well, one thing that I sort of thought about is sort of how a lot of us are learning from our grandparents or our parents' generations, and they learned from you know, hard experiences, whether it was yeah. the Great Depression or other hard times, and they knew to you know keep food in stock, keep canned goods uh, aside, and they knew to save money as well. And I think that that's a big uh, a big thing that I think a lot of us have learned rather than having that sort of just-in-time uh, stock-keeping uh, mentality when it comes to our bank accounts. Uh, I think a lot more people are going to be standing, uh, holding a little bit more money back rather than sort of spending it and right. expecting that next paycheck to come. And, and I think it's what we do with it as we go forward, right? Um, right? And we really have to be strategic about what we do as we move into the future. Um, with interest rates so low, mortgage rates are really low. So a lot of things that, um, you know, that happened before the pandemic, it, it's, hap it's caused a lot of shift in the way we invest money, the way we do things um, when it comes to money. So that's why I, I thought, you know, this topic would be uh, to start off the year. Some of the things we should do um, over the next year or so to get ourselves, you know, in position to pay off debt, retire, plan things that may happen in the future again, like trips and so on. Um, and and it's, been, it's one of those funny years, you know, um, you know, in April when we did the show, we were all panicky about everything, right? And the markets mm -hmm. went down about 40%. Will, it, will our money disappear? Will it come back? So when I recap 2020, the Dow Jones finished up 7.3% up. The NASDAQ, 43% up. Wow. The S&P is 16%. And RTSX was up 2%. So when you look back to the year, you know, most people did pretty pretty good as far as their their TFSAs, RSPs, pensions, whatever they have, may have done. So we came out pretty good. Um, so the one lesson we learned is stay invested. Don't get too emotional about what you do, and you'll be fine. And I think that's an important lesson to to learn, and you know whether it's something. I mean, it feels like we have to either you know relearn old lessons or learn the you know, the lesson of the day. But it seems to be you know relatively similar to some of the the lessons we could have learned from the the stock market crash back in two thousand and eight, where you know, if you if you pulled out your money, then you're 
you know, you're going to be standing on the sidelines, not sure exactly when to put it back in, and you're going to lose out on an opportunity to make some money. So, so I went back into the last uh, 30 years, and I did every decade from 1990 to 1999. And what I found was the average return between 1990 and 1999 was 18.7%. Then I looked at the year 2000 to 2009, and the average return was 0.69%. And I went back to 2010 to 2019, and the average return is 9.8%. So if you look right at back on track, right? Yeah, if you look back the last 30 years, your average return would be 9.65%. So the lesson learned is like you said, stay invested. Don't get too panicky. Don't don't lose sight of your of your goals. Um, and it'll happen, you know. And you know how we always talk about a plan. So people have to remember that a plan without any rules or guidelines, you know, it's that, that's like a free-for-all. So it's highly unlikely that that would produce the results that you're looking for. So what I find is too many times people set unrealistic goals. Like think about the next few months, about diets and so on. We set unrealistic goals, and then we, when we don't achieve it, we think that it's that you know we failed so we need to be realistic with what we're doing and with our goals for money and so on in our lives and we'll be fine so the and that's something that we're going to get into as sorry sorry to step all over you there kevin that's something that we'll get into as we discuss over over the next hour or so of the show here you know we're sort of moving into a bit of an uncertain uncharted territory here Mm -hmm. you know we um, had a rough year in 2020 for a lot of reasons. A lot of people are still going to continue to have a rough year for 2021, at least for the first quarter of it or so. But if you look forward towards 2021, knowing what we know about 2020, uh, what are some tips that people can pick up on and try to adopt as they move into this year of Yes, uncertainty, but maybe a little less uncertainty uh, than we had for most of 2020. Well, you know, as the vaccine comes on its way and the economic recovery is starting to happen, you know, it's it fits and starts. We stop, we go, we stop, we go. I think we have to be cautiously optimistic as we head into this year. Um, you know, we have to we we have to deal with certain things. So there's four principles. Uh, that I think that will help us to carry on good or bad um, and beyond. One of the thing is, um, you know, have some emergency money ready. What we learned in April, May, was some of us lost our jobs. Some of us had no money. Now, luckily, the government stepped in with the CERB to, you know, to kind of give us uh, some money to pay our bills and so on. This time around, if it happens, and the third wave, or whatever they call it, or the second string of the virus comes and we head back into there, we don't. Will there be served? We don't know. So many people should, you know, keep aside some money, maybe six months, three to six months uh, payment somewhere. Um, maybe set up a line of credit and leave the money there, just in case an emergency was to happen, like what happened in April and May. Um, so the emergency money, you could set it up in maybe a TFSA, something like that, maybe some 
non-registered money. Some people say they want to set it up in an RSP, but it's not a good idea because when you need to take the money out, there's a lot of tax liability and so on. So I would say right. one and of the I main things. Yeah, go ahead. That's an important that that's an important thing to point out when you talk about putting it in something non-registered. That is so that it can remain liquid, so that you can pull it out if you need it and spend it on rent or groceries mm-hmm. or yeah. bills or whatever whatever you have um and not trap somewhere where you're going to have to pay some kind of penalty to pull it out yeah and and what's happening is because money's so cheap i mean if you have the ability to set up a line of credit or something like that go ahead because you know you could be earning a six seven percent return on your money whereas you could borrow money at three percent so you don't want to disturb a long-term investment to, to satisfy a short-term goal so yeah that's to be interesting about that yeah we will uh pick up on that and some more of your advice as we continue here on your life your money taking the first break here of the first show of 2021 visit askkelvin.ca that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n.ca and you call can call him anytime at 416 416- Four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven. Plan. If you didn't get the number, don't worry. Stay tuned. I'm going to be giving it out plenty throughout the show. The website again: askkelvin.ca. Ask k e l v i n dot c a. Continuing with more tips for navigating your portfolio and getting back on track for 2021 as your life, your money continues here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday morning. This is your life, your money here. I am Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. You can reach Kelvin through his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. I'll give you Kelvin's number a little later on in the segment so you can reach him off the air if you do want to dig deeper into some uh, issues because oh, quite often it, it does take a little bit of time to dig deep into your personal situation to get uh, the lay of the land for exactly what you need to do. But uh, you know, for some general information and uh, a general plan for navigating the uncertain year ahead, that's what uh, we're here for today with Kelvin, the money guy, and uh, rolling through some tips for and strategies to get your portfolio back on track in an uncertain 2021. You know, in 2020 was unlike any year, and I think most people's memories. And yeah. uh, 2020, uh, so 20, did I say 2020? I can't remember what year it is. <laughs> Too many 20s. Uh, 2021 is going to be another year unlike anything in our memories. You know, it's not going to be like 2020. We know what the dangers are now. We know what's around the corner in a lot of ways. Um, But we're not sure exactly as vaccines roll out and as the economy continues to recover, sort of start and stop and start and stop a little bit. Uh, We all have our own finances that we want to make sure do well and so that we're in the right position to capitalize and really be secure and maybe even better off than we were when we come out of it, hopefully this time next year. Yeah, like I said, there's always opportunity in chaos, right? I think going forward in 2021, 
money managers, investment advisors, we've learned a lot. I think this is the year where you have to make sure you get investment advice that you need. Um, you know, we as investment advisors have a chance during this pandemic to handhold our clients, to help them, you know, go beyond all these market swings and mood swings and things like that. And, and to stay the course, maybe tweak your portfolio a bit, which I'll get into a little bit later, but stay the course. Three months or four months doesn't really change 10 year of planning. So, you know, sit back and get some advice on what to do. This was our, this is our chance as advisors to shine, to, you know, work to, when we get paid to deserve our pay that we get um, by, you know, by handholding people and making them feel comfortable. If, if your advisor wasn't around to help you through the last six, seven months, maybe it's time to move on and find someone else because this was the most important time in your life. Doesn't matter how old you were for investing your money. So you really want to get the proper advice to help you to get to where you want to get to. Um, you know, some people like to do it themselves, like they take the do-it-yourself approach because they think they'll save some fees and so on. But, you know, when it goes wrong, it, 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 it's a big mistake and you might not recover. And the numbers tell us that. So this is the time, I think, for people to go and seek advice from their advisor. And if they don't, maybe find someone else because we're, we're at the beginning, I think, um, at our whole rebirth. I think it's a whole way changing the way that we do things. And if you're in the know, I think um, you'll be fine. Not to be a know-it-all, but you know, to learn as much as you can and make adjustments so that your next you know, five, 10 years of your life You'll be you'll be fine when you get there. And if you are looking for a second opinion on your finances, or you you know you've been doing it yourself and doing the DIY approach, you can always reach Calvin at four one six four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven plan. And you know there's a lot of things that you can do yourself around the house. You know there's a, there's some things you can you can tweak. You can maybe be able to yeah. change a light fixture, change a light switch. But when it comes to digging behind the walls, I always call an electrician and that's what uh, I the way I look at it with uh, financial advisors as well. You know you can you've got you've got a good head on your shoulders. You know how to spend your money, you know how to save your money, but when it comes to investing and it comes to making those long-term goals, I think you need to have someone with an objective point of view and someone with years of experience helping other people become wealthy uh, on your side. And that's why you got to have someone like Kelvin on your side. He's one of the top financial advisors in the country, 416-457-7526. Kelvin, before the break, we were talking about some tips on navigating the uncertain year ahead how to get your finances on track and make sure that they're in the right place. And one of the things you talked about was having an emergency fund ready. And to, you know, we you touched mm -hmm. on, what, was it before the pandemic, people were saving 2% of their, their income? And uh, am I remembering correctly, it was 28% no, during yeah, the pandemic? 28%, 28%. Yeah. that's a 
big jump. Now, of Huge. course, we don't have we don't have all the other things what we would have been spending money on sports tickets, concert tickets, right. vacations, yeah. uh, dinners out. Yeah. Lunch every day, the coffee that you get every morning on the yeah. way to work, that all adds up. But um, making sure that you do have some money aside in case maybe you didn't lose your job in the first wave, but this is an uncertain year. You do want yeah. to be prepared for an, an unfortunate situation uh, mm -hmm. should it arise. And if you're saving a chunk of your money, you're going to be more comfortable than you would have been if that tragic right. situation did happen and you do lose your job. Or, or, you know, be strategic about what you do. I mean, let's say you have a whole pile of uh, RSP money and your income went down quite a bit this year. Maybe this is the year to start maybe taking some out, paying tax at a less bracket. There's many things to do. That's why I say you want to sit down with your advisor and figure out what strategy is best for you. It's not a one fit for all of us. It all depends on your time horizon for your money, your circumstances. So, you know, financial security is all in your head, right? It's all how you, it's all how you think about your money. And you, Chris, you're different. I'm, we're all different in what we do. So it's so important to have the right plan for yourself, not for me or anybody else, but for you. And more importantly, revisit that plan every three and a half months, I think, is, is you know, three to four months, I think, is, is the way to go. Um, and I don't think we ever did that in the past before the pandemic. And I think we've learned, we as advisors have learned a lot, I hope, um, over the last eight to nine months. And I think as we go forward, that won't change. So we really need to be strategic. And that's why you say make sure that you're getting the right advice and make sure that you're getting the right advice yes. for you and your specific situation. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, another thing is to make sure you find the right balance in your portfolio. And what does that mean? Well, it means that this week and next week you're going to hear a lot of Experts coming out and telling you about the stock markets, where it's going to be, what's going to happen, forecasts, things like that. But remember, many times forecasts is not reliable. This last year was a great year because when we started off January, February, the markets were at an all-time high. Well, you know what happened in March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Everything went down. So what they were saying in January was wrong because who knew? Nobody knew. No one could predict. So, yeah, so so we have to be prepared for prepare for a year where the stock markets could be very good, it could be very bad, or anything in between. And that's why I say always set up a balanced portfolio. Look at the globe and see where action what's happening. So because Biden has won the election, we think. Um, we the global markets should do well. So in your portfolio, your mixture, look to have maybe a bigger exposure in there. Um, you know, so look at the U.S. market, the Canadian market, and realign your portfolio to be where where you want to be. Um, you know, if you stick to your guns, if you stuck to your guns during the market crash in March, you know, understand that a bear market. Um, you know, we went into the, we came out of the bear market really, really fast. Like it's the fastest bear market we came out in, in ages, right? 
So remember, uh, these kind of markets could be very prolonged. So we were lucky we came out of it. If we get into this third wing, uh, third wave or um, the second string or third string, now they're saying, it could be one of those topsy-turvy year. So make sure you have the right balance in your portfolio. And it doesn't matter what age you are. Um, sit down with your advisor and have a great mixture. So no matter what happens, you know, you'll do well. And I think that that's an important lesson to learn. And especially since you do look and you see that there are companies that are struggling right now, but there are companies that are doing incredibly well right now. And having a balance sort of mitigates a little bit of the risk that maybe some of your money's locked up in, in something that's not doing so well or some sector that's not doing so well, but you do have some money put away where they're excelling and they're doing really well and they're capitalizing on this whole situation. Basically, any company that involves you working from home. Well, think about technology, for example. Who would have thought uh, you and I would be doing this on FaceTime or on Zoom? Yeah. Who, we would have, nobody would have thought about that last year, right? January, February. So, I didn't know what Zoom was. This time last year, <laughs> if someone told me, I'll call you on Zoom, Right. I would have like, like thought. What? I, I have what? It, what? Huh? What, yeah. just what are you talking about? Call me on the phone. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'll yeah. see you in the office. <laughs> well, think about food. How we're getting our food? DoorDash, all these kind of things. I see at my house, my son. Every ten minutes, it seems like somebody's pulling over <laughs> a burger or something, right? <laughs> so we've changed the way that we that we do things. Think about when when pizza met technology, Domino's Pizza, right? They changed their whole world in 2008, 2009. They realized technology was the way to go. So they they implemented everything, the ordering system, the delivery system, everything they did. You know, if you invested $10,000 in Domino's Pizza in 2009, today it would be worth $1.5 million. Wow. If technology meets us, you embrace it. We'll talk more about how the things you should be embracing as 2021 continues here and maybe some old lessons that we've learned through 2020 that we can adapt to make sure that we're in the right position for the recovery here on Global News Radio with your life, your money. You can call Kelvin anytime, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. AskKelvin.ca is the website. That's askkelvin.ca. More of your life, your money, continuing here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. 416-457-7526. That's the number to reach Kelvin privately off the air. That's 416-457-7526, 416-457-PLAN. AskKelvin.ca is his website. That's askkelvin.ca. And you can listen to past shows. You can get in touch with him there as well and uh, get all sorts of other information that you need for your finances. Kelvin is one of the top financial advisors in the country. And uh, we're lucky enough to have him here as a regular part of your life, your money here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And today we've been going going over some of the financial strategies that you can use to get your portfolio back on track for 2021. No one really knows what the future holds. And like you said earlier in the show, Kelvin, you know, forecasts are sometimes, you know, 
not exactly uh, <laughs> crystal clear or not exactly accurate because so many things can happen that we're not exactly certain of. But we've learned some lessons in 2020 that I think will definitely help people mm -hmm. out. You know, we talked about having an emergency money ready. We talked about making sure that you get the best advice, uh, investment advice that you need specifically for your investments. And in the last segment, we were talking about finding the right balance for your portfolio yeah i mean um you know when you look at, at you personally your own personal um finances you should look at your financial objective your risk tolerance your time horizon um for your money um, and look at other personal circumstances the classic way of investing money has always been a 60 40 split meaning 60% in the stock markets and 40% in fixed income, you know, interest-bearing things, bonds, things like that. But some experts now are telling us that uh, maybe we need to rethink that. Like this pandemic's changed a lot of things, and it's even changed the way we invest money because we're going to be in a low interest rate environment for a long time, it looks like the Bank of Canada said, right? And actually around the globe. So when we look into the future, Maybe we should uh, maybe we should have a 70-30 split, maybe an 80-20 split, depending on your risk, your age, things like that, because we are living longer. So I think this is the time to make a, um, a total shift in the way we see the world and see money. Remember, they gave out a $3 trillion, the U.S. gave out, right? So where do you think all that money is going to go? going to go back in the hands of the people that gave it out and corporations, us, uh, the public. So we're going to spend our money. And when we spend that money, it's going to get back into the stock market. So if you're well invested, again, you have to adhere to your risk, your time horizon, things like that. And if you do it properly, man, we'll do really well. You know, Chris, I went back to 2009, 10 years ago. And I said, if you invested $10,000, what would happen? What would be worth today? Well, you know, it would be $26,000. And I thought, man, if I went back five years, 2014, with the same 10000 what would be worth today? It would be worth 15000 And I went back three years ago, because our memories are so short, yeah. it would be worth 13000 And a year ago, it would be worth almost 12000 So what lessons do we learn? We learn to stay invested. We uh, mm -hmm. tweak our portfolios a bit. Leave your money alone. Go enjoy your life and revisit your money every three and a half months. And if you do so, you're going to do really well. You're going to live a great life and you're going to have all the money in the world if you do it properly. Right. And I think that's an important lesson to learn because people see the stock market, they see the ups and downs, and it scares them, right? It, it scares sure. them because that's their, their life savings. That's, that's their, their retirement. There's yeah. so much tied up in it. That's the fruit of their labor. It, all those hours worked, all that money represents something, and they want to make sure that it's in good hands and that it's safe. But if you panic and pull your money out when it's at its cheapest, you're not doing yourself any favors. No, you're not. And I think we need the fourth thing, I think, is we need to refocus on the longer term. I think we, you know, if you manage to get through this pandemic uh, so far in, in good financial shape, 
you know, with a secure job. And so now might be the time to start to refocus on those longer term goals, on the on the things that um, you know that you that didn't happen last year that'll going to happen in the next three to five to ten years. So this can be an intimidating topic. You know, we tend to be bombarded with a lot of conflicting information in our in our industry, in our financial planning world. And many times they tell us, you know, how much we need to save for retirement and what we need to get there. So we really need to evaluate. We're often told, well, when you read these things, Chris, what do I always tell you? How much money do you need when you retire? The, you know, the, the sort of golden number that's always held up is always a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I personally don't think so. I mean, I think if you're a normal middle class couple, right, um, I think you need half of that in retirement, you know, because we don't live such an extravagant life. Um, it doesn't mean you shouldn't save as much as you can. But I think what happens is it defeats it defeats how we how we plan our retirement because we think to ourselves, man, a million dollars, I'll never save a million dollars. So I better I'm not gonna save anything. I'm just gonna spend my money. Or some people do it the opposite and think, man, I need a million dollars. I better do without things today to get what I want in the future, which is wrong also. So maybe after the break we'll go into a little bit about that. Talking more about setting those long-term goals here as we talk about navigating the uncertain year ahead here on Your Life, Your Money. Don't forget, you can always reach Kelvin off the air at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. AskKelvin.ca is his website, askkelvin.ca. More of Your Life, Your Money continuing here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And thank you for making us part of your Sunday. I'm Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. Big thanks to Loretta for spinning the tracks here and keeping mm-hmm. us on the air back yeah. at Chorus Key. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about some strategies to get your portfolio on track for 2021. And uh, one of the things as we left off in the last segment, Kelvin, was refocusing for the long term. And before you dig deeper into that, I should give out your phone number again, 41. 416- Six four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven plan, and that's the number to reach Kelvin off the air anytime that you want to reach out to ask him some questions. You want a second opinion on your finances? Maybe you've been doing it yourself and you need someone to help you out along the way. He is always willing to help. Four one six four five seven seven five. Two six askkelvin.ca. And like I said, refocusing, refocusing for the longer term is something that uh, is mm-hmm. one of the points that you want people to think about as they move ahead into 2021. Well, one of the things is about this million dollars when we retire. It's nice to have it. But remember, if you're, if you're a couple in your 40s, right, late 30s and your 40s, I mean, man, you've got, uh, you know, there's no right track for saving for retirement, paying off your mortgage. There's no one, you know, one track to go along. So when you're in your 40s, you know, you buy a house in Toronto, man, how are you going to save for retirement? Because you're paying off your mortgage. You've got, you know, a couple of kids, things like that. So don't stress too much about that. Uh, You know, go through your normal course of life. Yes, save some money. Remember, you know, we live in the best country in the world, right? 
we have CPP, we have old age. So figure out before you think this million dollars, figure out how much money you need every month when you retire, when you hit that 62, 63, whatever the age may be, and work backwards. I always say money, live your money life backwards and live your life forward. So figure out how much you need, do the calculation. Remember for every thousand dollars you need every month when you're 65 to 90, you need about 210,000 sitting somewhere earning you 5%. So figure out how much you need, figure out your old age, your CPP, and you might be quite shocked to know that you don't need the million dollars. So don't let it, don't let it uh, fool you. You will have enough time to accumulate wealth as you get older. So the one thing I would suggest is that, uh, you know, sit down with your advisor and figure out where you're going to be in the next three, five, ten years from now. And life will be good. You know, obviously, it's you're better off the longer the time you spend, the more racetrack yes. you have ahead of you. Yes. But I think a lot of people probably bog down in that situation you're talking about, middle class couple, you know, just sort of getting by and you know paying off that mortgage. Hey, that that house that they bought in Toronto is probably worth at least a million dollars, and you know that means that they probably got a pretty big mortgage. They're putting kids through school. There's a lot of demands on their income. Mm -hmm. Is it ever too late? Like, <laughs> at what point do you need to start panicking about I, not being prepared? I think you need a good ten years. The the numbers have in the stock markets have shown us that every 10 years, you should come close to doubling your money. Um, there would be my, like, you know, the 2000 to 2009, it didn't, but you didn't live that 10 years. You have 10 years to go again. And these next 10 years is going to be, I think, great times for us if we do certain things to our money and have some common sense about what we're doing. It's like we're a rebirth and we're a change in the way we invest money and the way the world is going to change. I think in five years, we look back, the world will look a lot different because of the pandemic. Yes, people will die, which nothing we could do, but it'll change the world for a better place for us to be in. Um, I think, you know, cars and the way we work and the way we do things, it's already changing. So, and innovation is a huge opportunity for people. It's an opportunity sort of on the ground level for people to make money. Mm -hmm. But as investors, innovation is one of the things that where money literally comes from nothing, right? And a new idea can spark a lot of new money. And I think that yeah. that's something that we're going to see as the uh, pandemic changes the way that we live our lives and we enter into uh, the next decade. Hey, 2021, today is January 3rd. It's the first show of the year. Kelvin, let's go over some of the points that we made through the show on some strategies to get your portfolio on track. So again, we need to be cautiously optimistic. I think the first one is to have some emergency money somewhere, a line of credit, your own CERB, set it up. Don't wait till, oh my God, I lost my job. The second thing is get investment advice that fits your needs, nobody else's. Make sure that you, um, you know, you're, you're in gear to take care of the ups and downs of the next five to 10 years. The third thing is to find the right balance in your portfolio. Maybe you don't want the 60-40 anymore, equity, fixed income. Maybe you want a 70-30, 80-20 because of the way the markets have gone and because of the money, that's the stimulus that's coming and already came. 
The fourth thing I think that we just touched on is to refocus on the longer term of your life. You know, if you're in your 40s or your 50s or your 60s, you, man, we're going to live till we're 90, right? The average man today lives till he's 85, they say, and is getting and is getting pushed on year by year by year. So we need to refocus and change, change the way we do it. Embrace the change that's happening. You know, don't be the should have, could have, man, I could have done this. I should have done that. Embrace what's happening and take advantage of it. Low interest rates will stay here for a while. Government stimulus will be here. Companies are growing. So I say, look back to 2020 and make changes for 2021 and we'll be fine. 416-457-7526. That's a number to get a hold of Kelvin off the air. That's 416-457-7526. 416-457-PLAN. AskKelvin.ca is the website. Ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Thanks, Kelvin, for making the first show of 2021 yeah. a great one. Don't forget you can listen to past shows at 640Toronto.com or at AskKelvin.ca. And uh, stay tuned to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.